In your Bibles, if you can turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. We're going to read one verse, the final verse of 2 Corinthians chapter 13. And that can be page, found in page 1167 in your pew Bibles. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for the glorious truth that we can take hold of this evening. This declaration that we bring before you, looking at the triune, great, perfect God, the God who is alive in our hearts. Help us in our understanding of what it means for us to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit this day. Amen. Now this cry that we bring before the Lord so often at the end of a church service, like a church service this morning perhaps, is one where we focus our minds and we focus our hearts upon the Trinity, the three ways in which we can look at God. And in this series, we have considered the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We've looked at the love of God. And this evening as we close, we come now to look at the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And we can be thankful to the Lord that we have at least an understanding in a basic sort of way of what this word grace of our Lord Jesus Christ means. And similarly, of what it means for God to love us. But we need to ask the question, do we have the same understanding of what it means for us to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to cover three brief points in the time that we have. The first one is going to be considering what this word fellowship means. And then secondly, we're going to think about who and what the Holy Spirit is. And then thirdly, we're going to look at what it means for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit to be with us all. So first of all, this word fellowship. Now, it's a word that's so commonly used in church contexts. How many times do you hear somebody at the front of the church saying, please stay for a cup of tea that will be served down in the lounge and we can enjoy some fellowship together. Now, the reason it's so commonly used is because this is what we do when we meet together. We meet in fellowship. Another word to help us to understand it could be the word communion. And it basically infers a sharing of interests or ideas. Or better understood as having a sort of togetherness or unity. And going further still, it can also point to some sort of friendship. Now it's a word that we understand when we meet together meeting in unity. But here in the context of this benediction, it must be understood as a word that relates to us and God. And so this takes us to our second point, the person of the Holy Spirit. Turn with me just a couple of pages to Galatians chapter 3, and we'll look at verse 14. <clears throat> Just one point to draw out from this verse. 
Paul writes in verse 14 of Galatians 3, He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. And so what Paul is teaching us here is that for people who have faith, there is the promise of this Spirit. Now, this can be fleshed out a little bit more as we turn to John chapter 14, which is the other text we're going to look at briefly. So if you can turn with me to John chapter 14, which can be found in page 1083. We'll look at John chapter 14, and we'll read verses 25 to 27. So bearing in mind, in Galatians 3.14, we have the promise of God for all who have faith to have this spirit. And we read the words of Jesus here in John chapter 14 from verse 25. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. What Jesus is proclaiming whilst he is still here on earth is that when he leaves this earth, there is the promise of a counselor, the Holy Spirit, who's going to do two things according to verse 26. Teach and remind. Now, just to get an understanding of who this Holy Spirit is, this Holy Spirit is not simply an attribute of God. Like, for example, the love of God is an attribute of God. This Holy Spirit presented before us is a unique and individual person, but is absolutely, completely God. The benediction focuses our minds and our hearts on Almighty God in three different persons, as Father, as Son, and as Spirit. In Acts chapter 5, which we don't need to look up, Peter rebukes Ananias for lying against the Holy Spirit, and he accuses him of lying against God himself. And so it's very important as we lead to our third and final point, what it means for us to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that we understand that this is absolutely God. Now, one thing that we can be so richly blessed by this evening is the true joy and the true knowledge that by the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, we now can elevate his death because we have fellowship with this Spirit. So by the fact that Jesus has laid down his life for us, by us putting our faith in our Lord Jesus, we now have togetherness. We now have unity with the Holy Spirit. And that is something that is so wonderful to consider. Because each and every one of us here this evening, even when we have put our faith in Jesus, still face the danger of sin. And yet, we know so deep within our hearts that we can still praise God because His Spirit 
is upon us by the fact that Jesus is a gracious Lord that laid down his life for us, by the fact that God is a loving God. We now, by putting our faith in our Lord Jesus, have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And by having fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we know so deep within our hearts that we can finish well because the Spirit is upon us. We have togetherness. We have unity. We have friendship with God, the Holy Spirit. And that isn't simply when we pray for the Holy Spirit. That is always. And we can truly be thankful to God from the depths of our hearts this evening. This is why texts like Galatians 5, talking of the fruit of the Spirit, And this is why when we are taught that we have gifts from the Holy Spirit, this is absolutely true because the Holy Spirit is upon us. We, as believers in Christ, have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And that's a wonderful truth for us to fuel us in our desire to pray this evening because the Spirit is the one that can inspire us, the one who can give us that desire. And so let's be so thankful for the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, so thankful that God is a God of love, and so, so thankful that every moment of our lives in Christ Jesus, we have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Amen.